Hey everybody, welcome back to the Winner Circle. I'm Derek. And I'm Cody. And we are here for basically week 11 of Survivor. We're going to go over the recap. But before yeah. we get into it, uh, holidays are here. So everybody, happy holidays. I know everyone's getting into the spirit right now. Before we started recording, I was talking to Cody. I currently have a little dilemma going on. I, I want to put Christmas lights on my house, but I was telling Cody, my house is tall. My house is not big by any means, but my house is very tall. And frankly, I'm scared. I'm scared to go up on the ladder. And I'm scared that if I go up there, like, how crappy would it be if I, like, seriously injure myself putting up Christmas lights? I mean, talk about ruining the holidays. Yeah. I mean, so I will say this. Just I've done the lights with my dad outside all the time. Yeah, it must be nice. my brother and I have helped. That, That situation has never happened. My father was going up into our garage um, attic. We have an attic above our garage. Uh, one of these, um, this was like years ago. My mom was helping him. She's obviously not sturdy on the ladder. And my dad, so the ladder started to slip while he's, and this is like a good 12 feet. Our, our, our garage, the attic above the garage, it's not a short drop. He's at the top. And like, if you grab, you're going to bring the whole roof down. So my dad ultimately made the decision, like, I'm just going to eat this and roll with it. Thankfully, it wasn't like you would probably be you know, two stories, almost two and a half stories up. My dad wasn't that high. So he just kind of like rolled with it, hurt his back a little bit, but it, that stuff does happen. So you have to think about that. It's a roll of the dice. And I, and Cody before this, and you guys weighing on this in the comments, I was like, if I fall from 40 feet, I'm dead. And he's like, nah, I don't think you die. I'm like, you hurt your leg. 40 feet, wrong way. Hold up, hold up. Yeah, 40 feet's up there, bro. On your back, on your, on your, on your Here's head. the thing though, right? So this, here's the thing. You're falling 40 feet. Hopefully it's not backwards because the way that you put the ladder up, it's on the incline to like, you know, so that if it's going to go down, maybe it slides. Maybe you rip up your house a little bit, but you could ride it. That's best case scenario. But if it goes left or right, if it goes left or right, you're going sideways. You know, maybe you could get jump off. You got to hold on to the windows. You know, Tom Cruise. Yeah, no, I'm getting seriously. But what I say, you are going to get hurt, but I don't know about, I mean, you can die. I die from putting die. up Christmas tree lights. All the dangerous <laughs> shit I've done in my life, raids and all these things. Yeah, I'm gonna die from hanging Christmas tree lights for sure. That's not how. It. That's how my not doing it. But um, also on a on a more serious note, we are gonna talk about it. I say it every week. We're gonna do our headline topic separately. We're gonna be talking about the whole Chris Cuomo situation and also about Oxford, Michigan. So although we're saying happy holidays, we're, it seems like every week we're doing this now, which is yeah. unfortunate, but. Thoughts and prayers with every with everybody in Oxford, Michigan. We're going to do a, a separate video on it. But again, you know, even though this is a lighter note, we want to let you guys know that we're here. We're thinking about you. And uh, terrible situation again. I don't I don't know where it starts, but we'll we'll get into that more. Yeah. When we when we hit it. Yeah. Really sad. Really sad. But it's just the world we live in, man. It's crazy. It feels like every other week that there's something in the headlines that you're just like, can we get a break? Like, can we just True. get a COVID, break? Everything. You know, it's, it's COVID. Every you week. have the new strain. Uh, Strand, whatever. Uh, Omicron. Omicron. There you go. Sounds like a transformer. I mean, whatever. Think what you want about that. But (laughs) All right. So we're back from break. Let's talk about this week's episode. Um, I want to say this this was a good episode, but not as great, in my opinion, as we've had the last few weeks. We've been spoiled. Yeah. Like drama. not fast-paced. Yeah. You didn't know what was going to happen, but it just didn't have that feel like some of the previous episodes. So without further ado, let's get right into it. The show opens like it usually does with the the fallout from the tribal from the yeah. previous week. And you can tell right out now that Shan was sent home. It was a blind side for Liana. She's understandably very upset. 
with Deshaun and Danny. Would you would you make of that whole conversation? I I think it her her frustration is very understandable. Um, she was blindsided. Not only was she blindsided, like, okay, you guys didn't tell me that Sham was going, but like, you didn't tell me that votes were going to come my way. I would no, be livid. There'd yeah. be no trust. There'd be no trust. But I, what I will say is kind of, she was, she was hitting a lot of good points. Like we cannibalized ourselves. Like we, we cannibalized ourselves. We did it to ourselves. I think she's, that came out a little frustration. Cause if you look at the numbers, right. I mean, it was happening no matter what, even if Danny or Deshaun wasn't on board with it. It was going to go that way. It just would have been a different vote count. They want to split the votes, I, I think, you know, because like Ricard, Heather, Erica, and Xander, that's enough votes to have sent her home or at least dialed it down where she's not voting. And then they have, they can go at it again because Xander had extra votes. Like it just wasn't going to go their way no matter what. But Liana is very understandably pissed off because for Danny and Deshaun, they're imploding. And they had like, they had a bond that was supposedly bigger than the game. And then what did you think about, you know, because we transitioned from that. What did you think about Xander's little narrative at that point? We talk about how they edit the show and kind of give certain people edits. What do you think about Xander saying, hey, I went from being at the bottom to now, am I, am I at the top? Am I in the best position in this game? Like how'd that happen? Yeah. I mean, that's like, that's, that is such a huge thing for people to notice if you're playing this game and you may seem like you're at the bottom, but as long as you don't do anything to really get yourself kicked out the door, you can end up sticking out in the game and just ultimately going to a better position because people in an alliance or in a group end up targeting each other and implode on each other. And Xander was a perfect example of it. Erica's a perfect example of it. Like you just got to do your best to kind of stay like doggy paddle above water and then all of a sudden stuff starts happening and people start imploding and alliances start falling into, into the water and you come out on the raft. You come out on you're, top. You're, it's kind you're of king crazy. of the castle at that point. Yeah, yeah it can change wild. quick. And I guess that goes to the thing of like, hey, maybe the goal is to just survive another day because you never know what's going to happen in that 24-hour period between those days. One final thing before we get into the immunity challenge, and we're, and we're not trying to rush through, but the show is very like quick in the beginning and, and mm-hmm. it was t- it was very backloaded as far as the tribal Correct. the tribal was almost 20 minutes of the show yeah so the only other thing that i thought was of importance to mention was the whole situation with danny and his father um yeah why don't why don't you walk us through that because i mean that was really impactful i love danny we both love danny so it was yeah. nice to get a little bit more insight on him see some of his photos by the way yeah. dallas cowboys that's so sick that he played for the dallas cowboys I, but i mean it's awesome because you see Dan. I mean, one thing I want to say about Danny is in the immunity challenge. You see how much weight he's lost. Yeah, man, he's he got looks but like you, frail. It makes sense though, right? Like the biggest guys yeah. that like need the most protein to like yes. stay that size. As and soon just as they working out, yeah, like working out, True. having a workout routine, and you're lifting, and all of a sudden you have all this muscle, and you see. I mean, he's still ripped up. He's still shredded yes. with muscle, but you see how much weight he's lost. It's like whoa. It's crazy. Right. Anyways, I, I just had noticed that and I was like, whoa, that is crazy how thin Danny has gotten. But yeah, he it had that really, really, really touching moment about his father and then about him being a father. And, and I absolutely loved it because Danny, he's a man of few words on this show, but you saw this like soft side and it's nice to see that because he doesn't really talk a lot. He has this intensity, which you can tell the kind of football player he probably was. He's probably mm. a guy that would hit you at 180 miles an hour and then help you up off the ground and not like talk smack afterwards. He just doesn't seem like that guy and getting a little bit of an insight into his life and his home life was really cool. I I love like kind of, I love hearing about like those, those like how much it means to people to become a parent as somebody who's not a parent who I like 
can't wait to be a parent. I love hearing that. Like Danny was just like, it meant the world to me to be a father. And after having my father pass away 25 years ago, which is crazy. Um, it was a really, really good moment. I really liked yeah. it. You know what else for me, it was relatable in the sense that these reality shows really have a way of showing you what's important in life because we move so fast every day, mm -hmm. you know? And I remember being on big brother and like, because there's really nothing to do, but think, and that's either think about the game or think about life for those few yeah. moments. And I remember how many things I thought about the way I, uh, you know, was living my life up to that point, my family, my friends, yeah. and you really do kind of break down uh, what's important, what you miss, what you don't miss. Like I never mm -hmm. missed my phone while I was in there, things like that. Yeah. What I missed was my family. Yeah. And it does drive home the importance of like what we should be focused on. And it allows you to kind of maybe dissect things that you've never given yourself time to kind of think about. And in this case, it was Danny's relationship with his father and how he kind of resented him for leaving him. But being out on an island with nothing to do but be to yourself and collect your thoughts, it's allowed him to kind of open his mind mm. and have a new perspective on it. So if anything, even if Danny doesn't win this game, I mean this, he's leaving that island with something that mm -hmm. you can't put a price on. So good for you, Danny. I hope you're yeah. following through that. I'm sure you are. But it was a really cool moment. Yeah. And uh, we're happy for you. We're happy yeah. we got to experience that with you. Yeah. You tend to see that a little bit, right? Like with, with a guy that didn't have a relationship with his father and how important it is for him to, to not have that same situation happen with his kid. Right. And I love that. It made me have so much respect for him. I, I just, I don't know. You and I have talked Danny up a lot. We love yeah. Danny. It just Big fan. added another layer to like who this guy is and why we like him so much. It just gave us another reason to like him even more. It's great. We've gotten a lot of those this year with like little backstories behind certain yeah. players, whether it's Ricard with the hearing, Liana, yeah. Shan, you know, we've gotten some good ones. So, Let's transition. Let's dive into the immunity challenge, okay? Because it pretty much after that, that's that's the big thing yeah, next, right? We're going right to the tribal. The 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 challenge itself, pretty simple. Not going to dissect that because it's pretty simple. There's just a bunch of pieces of wood in the middle, and you have this little ball resting on the top of it. And the moral of the story is keep those pieces pushed together as hard as you can, because mm -hmm. if you let up even for a second, they're going to fold in on each other, and the ball's going to fall off. This However, is Survivor Classic, right? Yeah, it's a Survivor Classic. It's it's very difficult, but there's yeah. not much to it. Just who's got the most will? Who has the most will and the most focus? But Jeff, like he's been doing a lot this year, decides to throw a twist out there, change it up. And this is a pretty crazy twist. So what he offers them is, hey, listen, if you decide right now not to play in the immunity challenge, you'll, you, you'll be, you won't be eligible for the immunity idol, obviously. However... If you decide to play today and you're the first one eliminated, the first one to drop their ball, you will be entered in this do or die twist, which essentially means there'll be a game of chance. And if you pick the wrong one, you go home, you die. And there's no saving you with an immunity idols nor nothing. It's basically just a game of chance. And whatever the, the survivor gods decide will be your future. So all this time you've played the game, almost 21, I think it was 21 days, he said, yeah. um, could all be down the drain just by you deciding to play in this immunity challenge. So what do you think of the twist? I know I was seeing Twitter. Um, the jury is kind of mixed on it. Some people like it. Some people like, okay, I'm over all the twists this year, especially a twist that again has nothing to do with strategy. It's just like pure chance. And you could have a really good player going home. Yeah. Well, so you, 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 you think about kind of how everything played out, right. And, and finding out what the, what the competition ended up being, or I don't even know the competition, the, the chance 
that he ended up having to go home because Deshaun ends up being the first one out. And only five people chose to play. Heather and uh, Liana sat out. Honestly, that comes back to bite Liana in the butt. But mm-hmm. um, there's only five of them competing. And you would think Deshaun was going to hold up a little bit stronger. But then again, in those competitions, like you said, you never know. But I don't know, man. I'm, I'm obviously – so for me in that situation, I'm competing no matter what. And I'm hoping that I'm not the first one out. Because yeah. at this point in the game, there's only seven people left. I'm not feeling confident enough. And I think it also says something to everybody else if you choose to not play. I mean, Heather had her reasoning, right? We heard her reasoning at the tribal. But is that a good enough reason? Like you're fighting for your life. You don't ultimately go, well, I've lost to them in the past. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's like the The thing was they got to see the challenge beforehand. So they knew what it was. And maybe she's like, I don't have the arm strength to compete with these guys. And there's a very good chance. You never know. On any given day, the, the greatest upset stories would never be the case if the other team decided, you know what, we've lost to them three times this year. Let's just not play this fourth time and give them the title. I will say this. You are a man of your words because if you oh, because if you remember on season 16, you're like, yo, I'm rolling with it. And you were the first person out in that veto and you ended up in a dino costume for two weeks. <laughs> and you were like one of the best competitors in the house. So like if you would have told me, who do you think it's going to be? I would have been like, not Cody. Yeah, I don't know, man. That was a that was a weird competition. I don't know. And how not only that, it wasn't out. really a game of like who wants it more. It yeah. was just kind of like that was a tough game. This dude. one, not th- this this survivor competition, which every single one. <clears throat> as we get to these individual immunities, now like the puzzles are almost. I haven't seen a puzzle. It's all yeah, these no, it's endurance all competitions that are brutal, and it's a lot brutal. of mental, right? Like it's not like who's the strongest. It's just like these the people who do the best are the ones who can just mentally like zone everything out, right? Like Ricard and and they just have it. We'll get into it because we're going to probably say it accidentally. But as you just mentioned, Liana and Heather sit out. So that leaves Ricard, Deshaun, Xander, Danny, and and Erica. Erica is the first one to go. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I apologize. Deshaun's the first one to go. He's now going to be playing in the do or die. The next one to go is Erica. Then you have basically... Uh, Ricard and Xander both dropping their balls simultaneously, mm-hmm. leaving Danny with the immunity idol for the week. This is his first immunity idol, and you could tell it was really emotional for him. I'm sure he was exhausted too, but just the whole thing, it kind of tied in with what the segment they had just played right before that. He was emotional, yeah. and as a competitor, I'm sure that means even more to him because those guys, their mentality is winner winner go yeah. home. Like That's, that's yeah. the way they're built. And he hasn't had an individual win yet. So no, it means true. that much more. It, mean, it means that much more. Like he's been right there. Like, you know, it's not like he's like the first one out of, well, the one competition, but he's right in these. Um, and so it's nice to get that, to get that individual win. Um, but it kind of was a bittersweet one because he knew his, you know, essentially what, I mean, they haven't put a name on it. What it seems like to be his final two to Sean um, was out first. Mm-hmm. And he was like, dude, you couldn't like, you couldn't not get out first. Like we couldn't ride this through. And, yeah. You know, so it was a little bittersweet, but I think he definitely uh, definitely enjoyed getting his first win. No, it's a big win for sure. And what's next to come is a long tribal with a lot going on in it. And we're going to get yeah. right into it. But before we do, let's take a quick ad break. All right. So we're back from our ad break and we are into tribal council. And this tribal council, I, I got to be honest, when I looked at the clock and I saw them walking into tribal council, I was like, what is going on? 
Is there going to be yeah, like two people leaving? Is there going to be a competition? Does this have to do with Deshaun being the first one out and whatever this twist is going to be? Um, and before, you know, you find out very quickly because they, Jeff starts talking to them and, and they start talking and Deshaun kind of steps up and has this emotional moment. And then we get a we get a deeper dive into why he was getting so emotional. So what did you think about that whole segment with Deshaun, Liana, Danny? Yeah, this has been a, a common theme now we're seeing with the, the reality shows. We saw it on Big Brother. We're now seeing it on Survivor. There's no doubt that this is not for strategy for most of them. It's it's really something that affects them. And you can tell by the way they react every time they talk about it. I don't think they're acting. I think Mm-mm. this is an oh. emotional toll that they're carrying that you and I, unfortunately, would you know we're never going to completely understand. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was very impactful. I thought Liana gave a great speech. But I, I will tell you this. I'm always looking at it as from a game perspective, right? Like that's mm-hmm. just how you and I think a lot. So right. I'm hearing Liana's speech and I'm hearing... Uh, Deshaun back her up and I'm hearing Danny back her up and then Xander weighed in a little bit. But honestly, the way I'm looking at it is I'm like, guys, you're kind of exposing your alliance here, like mm-hmm. your loyalty to each other because you're saying how hard it was for you to vote out Shan. So I'm thinking like, what are the other players thinking at this point? Are they realizing that like there's an agreement between them to like not go after each other? And how's that going to affect the vote for tonight? So that's kind of what I left that conversation with. Very impactful. It's something, you know, there's a lot of issues in our society they're they're bringing that into these games, so you know some people don't love it, like Liana yeah. said. But it's they're gonna do it, so either love it or don't watch because it's it's, yeah. it's it's here to stay. And so I thought it was great. I thought their speeches were great, but I was more looking at it from like a game perspective because yeah. there's a there's a lot of game left. Yeah, well, and think about it in a game perspective, um, and and not to, not to take anything away from it because it was a really powerful powerful moment, and it is a burden, and I only you know, witnessed it firsthand because I was in the house with David. David always opened up to me about this added burden and this burden that he has on him. And he's like, dude, it's like, it's really difficult to deal with because on one hand, it something doesn't seem right here. But on the other hand, I need to stick with, you know, what I came into this game to do and to show to the outside world, you know, a whole different meaning. And I, I remember saying to him a lot being like, hey, dude, like, you are putting such a crazy burden on yourself. Like this is such a wild added burden in a crazy game. And it literally was exactly what Jeff said. And so, you know, now take after saying that, uh, thinking about it in a game perspective, right? Like you just said, if you're sitting in there in that moment and you're like, okay, this seems like they're all together and they're never going to vote each other out. So like that ultimately is what we call an alliance. Think about this in the future of the game now. It's unfortunate because the strategy we saw with the cookout, right? The cookout ultimately now is going down as one of, if not the best alliance in the history of Big Brother. And it had a little, you know, it, it was it was really powerful, but had a little controversy around it. And now people coming into these games moving forward, how is this going to affect the game, right? Like how is this going to affect yeah. the game? Are you going to immediately come in and think, are you going to be battling internally with yourself? Be like, okay, are, are they, are, are the people of color working together? Like for this bigger meaning, am I, am I going to be battling that? Oh no, if they're not, am I going to be going down a rabbit hole of pretty much getting myself crucified? Like what, what change is this going to do to the game? I'm eager to see how this comes out on the other side, because what happened here on survivor was ultimately Deshaun made this decision. I don't think this is better for my game to stick with Shan. I'm voting her out. And you saw the toll that it took on him. And so seeing that, you're thinking, think about it in a game perspective, right? You're like, man, that's how difficult it is. Like, that's how hard. Look at the emotion, the raw emotion that came out of Deshaun from having to send Shan home and why he felt the need to speak up. Like, he felt like he needed to be heard because he didn't want it to be portrayed the wrong way. 
Yeah. But at the end of the day, they're playing this game for a million dollars, and that's life changing enough for an individual. That's you know? the struggle, right? That's that's the, the struggle. Yeah. That's the balance. Do I, do it? I came here for myself, but now I have this like bigger purpose. Like what? Right? What do I choose? About, think about the cookout, right? And, you know, I'm sure if you go back and I'm sure if we look at some interviews like, you know, yeah, the cookout was was this powerful, you know, transcending type of uh, alliance really bigger than the game. But think about the people that were in the cookout that don't walk away with seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. You and I know what that money means. Oh, yeah. And somebody with a family. She's like, man, if I had to do what I mean, you know, it's it it is. It's a it's a heavy it's a heavy cross to bear. My takeaway is. I think as a future player, if you're going in there and if I were to go in there again, whether survivor or big brother, I think now instead of like everyone checks everything at the door, like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Hey, when we come in here, it's just game. I think now it's like, okay, it's a game, but you have to consider the social issues going on out in the world. Not only just like these types of issues, but any issue what's polarizing at that time when you guys right. go into the house, right? Because the alliances and divisions within the house could be based on what's going on in the outside world and mm-hmm. where you personally fall mm-hmm. on those social issues. That's now yeah. a new wrinkle to reality TV she- uh, game shows, right? Yeah. Like what's your feelings on the social issues of the world? Because that's mm-hmm. kind of what, where people are going to align. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be an element to it. So it's really fascinating, but I thought it was a good conversation. It's always good to have this type of dialogue. And at the end of the day, if Liana, Deshaun, Danny, Shan, whoever, you know, mm-hmm. whoever wants, if they want to use that time to talk about issues that are important to them and bring more exposure to them, that's their, that's their choice. And I'm all yeah. for it. I respect you're it. I love TV. it. Yeah. Do your you thing. You don't know and if you're going to get that you know, again. Whatever's important to you, you do your thing with your time. And if it affects your game and you know that it could affect your game and you're okay with that, I respect the hell out of you. Do your mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Um, so let's get into the actual tribal because that was a big portion of it. But then we get into the do or die challenge, which is crazy I, I can't believe this worked out this the way was it did, messed up i thought right this wasn't I mean, like it wasn't even 50 50 no that's what i'm saying i was like crazy I, well, you gave well, this walk, guy us, a... walk us through it walk us okay. through it for the people who might not i mean the one person on here who hasn't seen it yeah but this was yeah. nuts yeah so jeff brings out three boxes and says there's two skulls inside of this box and one fire symbol there's two skull symbols and one fire symbol choose a box you choose the fire that's life in this game. You stay, choose one of the skulls. There's no vote tonight. You go home. A Stop real quick. Stop real chance. quick. 33% chance. Stop real quick. You tell me first. Everyone in the comments right now, pause the video. Tell me what you thought. Was he staying or going when you heard he had a 33% chance? Cody? No way he was staying. No way. <laughs> I was, I was no like, way. he's gone. gone. I'm like, he is gone, dude. There's no chance. I mean, I was like, that's still not 33%. right. I, w- I honestly, was. I got picked. Because obviously, like, you know, we're biased. We love Deshaun. So, like, yeah, I'm yeah, like, he's wow, great. this is how our boy's going to go home. Like, we love him. This, this is how they're going to do him and send him home. Like, phone him out is one thing. But, oh, man, I was I was like, oh, there he goes. He's gone. He's gone. That's yeah, unfortunate. Yeah, I was like, that's it. Game over. I thought it was a 50-50. Maybe I misheard Jeff, but I thought it was going to be, like, pull a rock out of the bag and yeah. you get the white one, you, you, go, you stay or you go home. Yeah. I was like, wow, they're actually cutting into threes. The one thing I want to say before you say the result of it, um, and we're probably foreshadowing here. <laughs> I did write a note down on my paper that Deshaun's losing it a little bit. I feel like he's starting to like he cut, he had to like throw a dig at Ricard again. Ricard's too good of a player not to pick up on that. He was like, "I know what you're doing, your jury management. 
Right. So at first when that, so this was before he got into the emotional aspect of it. When he first brought it up, I thought, oh, look at him. He can't let it go. Cause I wrote down Deshaun is spiraling. Yes. I literally wrote that down because, <laughs> but I wrote it down at the beginning of the episode because he was spiraling. Yes. It was like, he needed the whole group to know that it wasn't him. It was Ricard and he, yeah. you know, Ricard's the one in this position. And then he needed Shan to know that it was Ricard's idea. But ultimately it's like, dude, you wrote the name down. You agreed he, to the plan. Don't point at Ricard. He was doing some hardcore jury management. Like Shan, are you hearing this? Was Everyone she having know. it though? I also have another note. Shan's face says it all. Yeah, no, she's not. She's not gonna give him that. But he was like, "Okay, thank you, thank you." Like, Deshaun, it wasn't a good look. He did it in the Ricard episode, like you said. It. And Ricard, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think Ricard's a, a more strategic player than uh, Deshaun. And I think Deshaun is uh, Ricard's not stupid. And he's like, "I see you. Mm-hmm. I see you." And then see you next week. <laughs> yeah, I see you next week. So see you later. Yeah, there, you know, there's a lot going on there. But back to the uh, do or yeah. die. Yeah. Hit do us or with die. It. So. So Deshaun picks a box. He goes, this is what my heart is telling me. I'm picking this box. Jeff goes, okay, I'm going to reveal one of these two boxes. Because Jeff obviously knows which is He's got to do it. He flips up the skull. Now he gives him an opportunity to either trade boxes or keep his own box. Because now he knows, okay, it's a 50-50 chance at this point. It's no longer... It's no longer a 33% chance. It's 50-50. He sticks with his box. He ends up getting the fire. He lives to see another day in Survivor, and he makes it to the final six. I loved it. I just was so pissed that they did him like Man, that. I go, was like, 33% Go play a lottery chance? ticket, bro. You don't even get to compete? Nah. And I mean, let me ask you, because you brought it up. Like, do you think Jeff knew what box it was, the fire? Yes. Do you really think he knew? You he do. Knew right away. So he's a it savage. Was so he knew, obvious. So, dude, he knew he picked the right box and still almost made him try to change. Yeah. And so my thing is, is that he- That's like, savage. So this is my question. Did, was that predetermined? Was it like, okay, I know which ones they are because say he picked one of the skulls. Right. Or, or say, um, no, it wouldn't matter. Jeff would have done it anyway. Say he yeah, picked one of the skulls, Jeff would have, you know, grabbed the other skull that's sitting there, ultimately leaving the fire in front of Jeff and opening up the switch. So actually, I do think he was, no matter what, he was going to give that it. chance, no matter what he was giving that chance. But I mean, it's like, I would have been, if I was Deshaun, because I overthink everything, I would have been like, why is Jeff allowing me to like, maybe switch right here? Is he knowing that I picked the wrong one? Is he trying yeah. to help me out and keep me in the game? Like... What do I do? But he yeah. stuck to his guns. He got the stake. Congratulations to Son, you're saying. And that doesn't mean he's technically safe for the week, right? He still has a vote. He could still be voted out. Yeah. He just survived no. the do or die. No, he still has a vote, but he is now, you cannot Eligible. send him home. He, okay. So he's, he does, he does, he can't be sent home, but he can still vote. So we get to the vote and, it, you know, there's really no drama, no whispers, no, no nothing. They got right to it because most of the episode was the conversation that they had amongst the entire tribe, which was very impactful. Then you have this whole, you know, do or die thing, which was crazy. And then you have the vote and I, they didn't give us much during the episode that suggested who was on the block. I thought it could be Ricard. Cause I knew Danny was gunning for him. Mm-hmm. Erica was thinking about going for him as well, which could have yeah. gave them the numbers. And then there was also Liana. Liana was someone that a lot of people were throwing around. So I was really intrigued to see who got voted out tonight, especially after this really impressive speech that Liana just gave yeah. about, how she's representing more than just herself. So yeah. we get down to the vote. They always make it interesting. It got up to the point where it was 3-3 three, three tied mm-hmm. between Ricard and Liana. And then the final two votes were for Liana and she yeah. went home. So what it so what it looks like, 
stop me if I'm wrong, is Liana, Danny, and Deshaun voted for Ricard. Correct. Everyone else voted for Liana. And Xander doubled down. He put two votes to Liana. And he didn't even need to. He didn't need to. But so he kind of he you know he burned he used one, one of his but votes, he wanted to yeah. make sure in case because he thought Erica might flip. Yeah. So he probably, which was probably not part of the episode, it was probably a conversation that he had with Ricard because what we found out this episode is that he really trusts Ricard. He trusts Ricard he the does. most. And he when does. Ricard's name was flowing around, he made sure he told Ricard. So yep. I want to leave. So Liana ends up going home five to three, and that leaves us with Danny, Deshaun, Erica. Heather, Xander. Yep, Xander. Ricard. So Danny, Deshaun, Erica, Heather, Ricard, and Xander. Who right now do you see has the best path to win? Xander. Xander. Xander still has an immunity idol. He's good at competitions. He's now in the majority. He's got two people. Yeah, I think Tom. that. Oh, you're shaking your head. No, who do you think? No, I'm saying yeah. I because I was I was I was just kind of sizing it up, and then I was seeing what you were saying. But and he's getting the edit too. He's getting you know, the, he's getting the winners edit. Mm-hmm. He added up like, oh, wait a minute. He was in trouble. Oh, wait a minute. Now it's going in his favor. Ricard's name is out there floating around. Deshaun's name is out there floating around. Nobody's mentioning Xander, but they did mention Xander's idol, Liana did, which if Danny and Deshaun, uh, I mean, it just shows. I, I love Danny and Deshaun. It just was not the right move. To Shan had a lot of power, but they also had the power in numbers. Mm-hmm. And they once they sent Shan yet. home... So wait a minute, I'm trying to think back. Because yeah, Shan was, so that was when it was seven. Or no, that's when it was eight of them, right? And, and they so had four, was, so they were 50% of it. It was four, but they were 50%. But again, I was saying last week, no matter what, I think Shan was going home because Xander had that extra vote. I think he would have pulled yeah. it if he had to. So Shan was going home. It was kind of not going in their favor anyway. Yeah. Um, but I don't think, what the problem is, is that the only way you do something like that, and I'm talking about Danny and Deshaun, is if you are really in good grace with the other, with, with like the other half of the tribe. And right. I don't think Danny, I think it probably hurt Danny the most because you saw previews of Deshaun, you know, and now they're really on the outside. But I think Deshaun has been like kind of like creating relationships. And I don't think Danny was really doing that. Danny, Danny's a team oriented guy. He was like, I'm sticking with my team. And yeah, I'm obviously going to have conversations, but. Not anything in depth, and so I now I think Danny is probably in the worst position. And and I I see a situation where it's kind of Danny Ricard, I'm sorry, it's uh, uh Xander Ricard, Danny Deshaun, and then Erica and Heather. And I think personally, Ricard Xander are going to be going after Danny and Deshaun, mm-hmm. and because they I think they f- feel that whoever lasts, if they can get to the end with Heather and Erica or one of them. Mm-hmm. There's usually three in the final before the fire yep. making challenge. Mm-hmm. If you can get, if you can bring one of them to the end with you, whether it's Heather or Erica, mm-hmm. even though Erica's played a, a little better game than Heather, mm-hmm. I, I think the consensus among the tribe and among the jury is they're not voting for them to win the million dollars. Probably. So if you can get one of them there, it's one less person you have to beat. And so I think Ricard is probably looking at, hey, I got to get Danny or Deshaun before they get me, and vice versa. They're thinking mm-hmm. the same. So I think it's going to come down to a battle between those four people, mm-hmm. unless you have like a wild card where Erica or Heather come in there and go on a, a tear and win a couple uh, immunity challenges. Mm-hmm. Not likely based on history, but I, you know, that's why it's survivor. Anything can yeah. happen, but yeah. I think that's going to be, I didn't see the previews for next week. So I'll give you a little tidbit. Yeah, please. Um, but I want to say it. this first, if, if Danny or Deshaun or, you know, Erica or Heather at, at, at that, don't come to the realization of like this guy Xander is at the end of every single competition, and he Everyone. has an idol. 
So he is somebody that probably is in the top like 10% of chances to win an immunity immunity every week because you don't have to sit out. And he also has the idol in his pocket. If they don't muster up that this guy needs to go home, he deserves to win the game. And if they don't see it, they deserve to lose the game. Um, somebody might somebody might catch me here, but the way I'm looking at it is you can use immunity up till four. So he basically only has to win or survive two more two more tribal councils and he's in the final three. So he basically, if he wins one of the next two, then he has that the idol for the last one. And then you he's going to so be one out of four. He's going to have a one in four chance of getting to the final three. And I got to be honest with you, as, as people start to go, his chances to win competitions go higher because yep. he's already winning. Um, yeah. But I will say this. In the preview, what they show is that there's going to be another hidden immunity idol. Um, right. That's going to be on the island. They showed Danny kind of looking for it, thinking that there's going to be one. So that's a huge twist. And they showed Deshaun linking himself to Xander and Erica. Now, I don't know how serious that is. Xander, Xander seems to be kind of showing more of he's a gamer. You know, when he was having a conversation oh, yeah. with Danny, he was like, listen, I know where my loyalties are because it's to the people that kept me safe. And I don't know that that was you. And Ricard, whether it was Danny or whether it was Ricard, Ricard placed himself in a better position. So I don't know that Xander's going to really put too much into that. But there is another idol that's hanging around uh, camp. So I'm, I'm eager to see who's going to find that one. Yeah, it could be that could be a game changer for sure. No, it's, it was good. Again, good episode, but you know, not as crazy as these last couple. I left these last couple episodes like all pumped up. But overall, still very good season so far. It's going to be interesting to see how the final few weeks go. Anything else to add before I take us out? Nope. Guys, if you guys haven't done so already, subscribe to the channel and turn on those bell notifications. You got it. Like, comment, subscribe. Go on to the audio, Apple Podcasts. Leave a message there, too. We'd really appreciate it. As always, we appreciate you joining us here on The Winner Circle. We will see you next week.